All right, everybody, thank you for jumping on with us for our Jumpstart podcast. I am very excited today about our guest, Kurt Buxton, who I got a chance to rub shoulders with a little bit at annual convention, and now watching some of his development after that has been a pleasure and an honor. Um, FFL Midwest, and he's out there, and he's making it happen. Um, Kurt, how you doing, my man? I'm doing great. I'm doing very great. Very blessed to be here. Uh feel very privileged to be on here, so thank you very much. Well, we're privileged and honored to have you. Um, I'd love it not for the people that are going to get to know you here. If you could walk us a little bit, a little bit down your journey, you know, um, where you were prior to Family First Life and how you found FFL. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's great. Uh, so previous to this, I've been in the insurance industry for a little over seven years. I was uh, working, doing home and auto sales, so property and casualty there for a while. Um, started off at Allstate, was there for three years, was doing pretty well, was a, uh, in the top five uh, agents here in the state of Ohio and, and in my region. Uh, then uh, moved over to a brokerage uh, where I worked there for about three years at Quick Insured. Was doing really well, selling, you know, anywhere from 80 to 100K a month on my own uh, property and casualty insurance, uh, but wasn't really, uh, you know, making what I needed to make to take care of my family the way that I felt they deserved. Um, and funny enough, my uh, my partner, Dana, uh, who's a recruiter for Omar Mitchell for Family First Life Midwest, um, she kind of started there back in March of 2021. And... You know, she had already done a life insurance thing once before at a practice company, and I saw the grind that she was doing, and I saw what she was doing, and I was, I was honestly kind of like, you know, miss me with that. Like, I'll, I'll sit, I'll sit in my chair, get leads fed to me, you know, and, and do it that way. But she started working for this company, and then slowly but surely, she started, you know, seeing what Omar was doing. She started seeing what a couple of the other big name agents were doing, and then she just kept telling me all these stories about how these people that were 19 years old, you know. 30 years old of all different ages were, you know, coming in and just crushing it and, you know, helping families and, you know, putting up big numbers. And I was kind of like, at first I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just kept happening. It kept happening. And then finally I was like, all right, I got to do this. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an athlete. So when I see people always size people up, you know what I mean? I'm like, man, if that person is doing it, I mean, cause that's, that's honestly how I got into insurance anyway. I, a buddy of mine owned an agency with Allstate and he showed me one of our buddies uh, year in tax dates, and a dude did over a hundred thousand dollars. And I was like, if he can do it, I'm going to crush it. You know what I mean? So wow. I kind of, kind of did that same thing with this. You know, I kind of signed Omar up, <laughs> some other people, and I was like, I can do it if they can do it. So I just mm-hmm. in the end of no, uh, no, it was the end of September. I took a, about a week off of work because at first I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a week off. I'm going to go out there, run the field, see how this does, and see what I can do. And so I did it in like in the first two days, you know, two and a half families helped. So I, I started to think to myself, you know, I'll do this for a little bit until, you know, I'm, I'm helping enough families to compensate what I was making at Quick Insured. But then I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I know it's possible if I give myself the crush of having my day job, that I'm never really going to take the opportunity to put in those dials or do what I need to do in order to be successful at this. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to put all my eggs in one basket, sink or swim. I can't fail. The, the pressure's on me. i got to take care of my family. So that's what I started. Uh, so, so after that first week, I mean, that last week of September, um, I just decided starting October, I was quitting quick and sure, and I was going to come over immediately. So 
what I did um, with Omar. Um, and it's been great ever since. Uh, you know, so far, like I said, in the very beginning, I was kind of very timid uh, in regards to putting that money out there because I'm not used to paying for my lead. So it's like I was kind of scared to put that money out there and, and what happens if it didn't come back? But I still believe that I could do it. So I was only putting about 500 maybe $600 a week on leads. And I was helping about, on average, probably about 13 families a month at the time. Um, and that's kind of where my journey began. And then I went to, obviously, conference, and I just – I was ready for – I was ready for the conference to be over after the first day. I was like, just end it. Let's go home. I'm ready. I know what I need to do. I, like, I enjoyed <laughs> I, I enjoyed the, the additional days because – but I was just like, I'm ready. Let's go. And I was like, this fire, just I just needed to, uh, I need to go burn right now. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And then since I've been back, I've, I've been kind of implementing those things that I've learned and implementing that, you know, trust in myself, basically. And, it, and it's paying off here. And, you know, I'm, I'm helping more families than I've helped, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a month since I've, since I've been doing this. And I'm really excited to keep pushing and moving forward and growing. Man, that's fantastic, dude. I mean, nothing like the power of belief and then the the result that tracks behind that. How does it make you feel that you're deriving a result from your self-belief, your hard work, and your your willingness to want to serve and help families? Oh, it, it, it feels awesome. I mean, it, you know, goes to show that obviously they say you can do anything you put your mind to. And and that's kind of how I ha- had to take this on is like there's this this has to happen you know I'm I've, I'm a father of two obviously Dana is my partner as well and you know I have a, a responsibility to take care of my family and uh, the joy that I get of being able to do that on a different level right now is unexplainable you know it's uh, I didn't grow up with much so being able to know that this business will give me the ability to give my family my family's family and even my my siblings and everything that I know right now, I'll be able to put us in a different bracket to be able to help them. In addition to, it's like a double-edged sword of positivity because I'm helping families out at the same time, if that makes sense. So it's like I'm helping these families out at the same time that this opportunity is helping me out tremendously to where I can, you know, put my hands in a lot of different people's baskets and help them out. So it feels amazing, and and, and I love every bit of it. And I'm just – I love this company just because of how – eager everybody is to help everybody because in order to get where you want to go and this is when i'm talking about it to people the great thing about this is yes it's you need to recruit people you need to bring people on but in order to get where you want to go those people that you're bringing on you have to invest in them financially you have to invest in them emotionally you have to invest your time in them because in order for you to get where you are mark i can't get there without putting in point into other people and that's what i love mm-hmm. because I've, I've, re- I've received that with omar um and it's just been it's been great for my family and i and i love it that's awesome man what a great heart you know and, and you have the right message the right belief structure on what this what this is, looks like and you know you've um you you've been a field agent since i've known you and uh, i think we were talking a little bit about your transition into telesales can you dive into that, that that thought process a little bit for some people that might be thinking about making that transition? Yeah, so my my thought process behind uh, transitioning from the field to telesales is, first of all, obviously, I think just like um, 
we had a, a, a Zoom call today with uh, Jesse uh, Montella, and I, I might have butchered his name, so I apologize. But uh, he's obviously out there crushing it. And um, they were asking, uh, Brian was asking him a, kind of the same question about, you know, what would you recommend agents do that are coming in new? Would you recommend them do field or would you recommend them do telesales? Um, I think I would have to agree with Jesse and everybody else. You need to go out there, get in the field. Uh, you need to, you know, crash and burn because you're going to. You're going to crash and burn. You're going to have uh, hiccups and everything like that, but it helps you become better because what better way to learn how to overcome objections than staring somebody face-to-face? -face? You know what I mean? You have that pressure. you got to perform right then and there. Um, so I'd always recommend, you know, getting that uh, experience underneath your belt uh, with the – out in the field, but once you kind of feel like you're perfecting that craft and you kind of don't need to reach out to your upline as much anymore, um, especially in this business where everything is going to telesales, I mean, in all aspects, not just, you know, life insurance, but anything and everything, everything's being done over the phone, especially with the pandemic last year. Incorporating that and maybe doing a hybrid is definitely going to allow you to be, to, to put you over the top. And especially if you're trying to build a team, we're obviously taking, um, you know, advice from the uh, Josh Williams team and how he's growing, and it's been able to do that because he's getting so many people to come watch him perform and his team perform, and they realize how doable it is, and they realize that people are there to help. Uh, so that's that's what I would recommend uh, for my personal experiences: getting out there, like I said, and build, fall on your face, learn how to do that, and then dive into that. Uh, once you realize, like, all right, I kind of got this down, and I, I need to go to the next level because that's what telesales is going to allow everybody to do. Is it going to take your allow you to take yourself to that next level? No doubt. Talk to us a little bit about the mindset you take in the telesales and your approach to helping families who never see your face; they they only hear your voice. Okay, so you you mean kind of like go through like my pitch or something? Number one, what's your mindset, you know, to, to that to that approach? And then number two, yeah, are you doing a call to close? Are you booking appointments? To, to How are you doing it? My mindset is doing telesales allows me to help more people. Because mm -hmm. with, obviously you're, you're, not, you're not using that, you're not losing that drive time. Uh, you're not wasting time, you know, eating lunch, things like that. Um, but the, my mindset behind doing the telesales is, you know, kind of churn and burn families and help as many people as I can. As many people as I can get in touch with is hopefully as many people I can help. Um, so so that's really the mindset behind the, the telesales and, and obviously being able to just help more families. Um, and then my approach to telesales is, yes, I'm trying to do a call to close. If they pick up the phone, I'm doing an assumptive appointment right then and there. Uh, I've, I've kind of just implemented this where – Immediately when they pick up, you know, I kind of introduce myself. Uh, I use Brian Kitch's little line, you know, hey, I'm not a telemarketer, so don't hang up. Uh, that's been golden in regards to even if I don't sell the person or even book the appointment, it's given me so much more time to even just get my spiel out. Because a lot of times when you start talking, people just hang up on you right away when you when you start talking. But that's allowed me to get that spiel out. But I go immediately into, you know, just confirming their information. And then letting them know that I'm required by the state of Ohio to send proof of my identification. So I immediately start off with giving myself credibility by sending a text message over that with my state license, my driver's license, as well as my, my work badge. So there's two pictures of my face in there and then my, my full government name across there so they can see that I'm credible. Uh, and then I just kind of go into, I, I basically force them to tell me 
I'm not free right now because I'm assume that you're ready to talk because you picked up the phone. I'm going to start mm-hmm. trying to, you know, present this option to you right then and there and try to start trying to see what we can get you qualified for immediately, forcing you to basically tell me either, no, I don't got time right now. And then, I, and then from there, I go, all right, fantastic. So I actually do kind of a little hybrid thing here. So that means I, I, I help people over the phone and in person. Well, I'm actually going to be on the field tomorrow, this Friday. got a couple of appointments available here around, you know, 10 or 11. Which one of those works better for you for me to swing by and get this information to you? And then letting them basically give me that time so I can essentially book it in home with them. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Pretty Perfect. clever. Uh, that's pretty clever. Uh but do you, I guess you don't have a preference, right? Like you're basically like, whatever works for you, I can make happen. If <laughs> my preference, honestly, would be to do face to face, believe it or not, uh, because I do like that uh, sitting down with people. I do like seeing them face to face. I feel like they can, you can tell a lot from a person's body language. You can tell how genuine they are, how much they care, and I, I feel like that. I exude that a lot, and that what's that's what helps me sell in, in homes a lot. Um, but the the telesales thing is obviously just more practical because the name of the game in this business is to help as many families as you can, and you can't really do that driving from across town to across town. So if if I could do everything in person and I could teleport to people's homes, then I'd, I'd be doing <laughs> in home person <laughs> teleportation. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> No doubt. But that's that's, uh, that's not a reality. So so over the phone is going to be the, the way of the future here for me. No doubt. You have a, a very um, easy delivery, not hard to understand, easy to uh, easy to pick up on, and uh, very easy to listen to. If, I, if I'm an agent that's, lo- that's looking to learn from you or if I'm a client that's looking to learn from you, um, so your ability to transfer information is is pretty awesome. And I'm just saying that to encourage you because I can certainly picture you training a lot of people. <clears throat> so Absolutely. I appreciate that. Absolutely. When you yep. think about telesales and the potential of telesales, how does that excite you as far as building a team and being able to train people? It, it, it excites me from the aspect of hearing about Jesse um, and what his goals are and, and the, the amount of families that he's looking to help this year, uh, which he, he's looking to do over 2,000 families. And knowing that he does 95% of his business over the phones tells me that it's capable to help crazy amount of numbers uh, of families over the phone. And, 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 and again, looking at Jesse and, and, and sizing him up, <laughs> I just, I'm like, if he can do it, I can do it. I know he's been in the mm-hmm. game a lot longer than me. I know he's got a lot more um, training, and, and those are things that will all come. Uh, right now, I feel like I'm helping people on just a natural ability as opposed to even being equipped with the things that Jesse's equipped with right now, which is knowledge and time. And, and obviously, things will all come into play as I put in the time and as I receive the knowledge, but it just excites me to know that those things are capable and that I have the potential to do that. And being able to then translate that and then help somebody else be able to do that. Cause I know I'm not going to be the next person and the only person that's able to do things like that to help those amount of families. But I do have aspiration to, to be able to do that for myself and to be able to even help people do that as well too. No doubt. And I mean, 
you know, again, I, you have a, a, a way of, you know, explaining the information. If you got 10 people on the phone, telesales, call to close, like you're trying to get it, you're trying to get it to, to happen, how many would you think you'd be able to help with life insurance? Uh, like 10 people on the phone, and they're yeah. they're sitting there willingly listening, I mean, seven, eight people. I mean, there's there's going to be a couple people that just don't like my voice, you know, whatever, the, the uh -huh. little twang I got in my voice, whatever, they're, they're just not going to want to buy from me. But I think a big part of selling, and especially selling over the phone, is just, you know, ultimately being yourself, just talking to the person normally, you know what I mean? not trying to sound professional, but sounding knowledgeable at the same time. Like, I don't try to come off like a, a professional because, I mean, I am, but I'm still just a human at the end of the day. And that's the that's the transfer that you need to uh, give to the person over the phone is that they're talking to just a human and not a sales professional. And, and the only thing that I want them to understand is that I'm a professional in regards to the knowledge that I know that I'm trying to express to you and explain to you. But then at the end of the day, you're just talking to another person. You know what I mean? And I think that's what ultimately helps me uh, sell here in person. Uh, I think that's what helped me sell uh, to the success that I had at the companies that I was at previously to this. Uh, and, and when I was doing all my sales over the phone, is just them being able to hear that genuous, genuineness in my voice and that they're just talking to a person that just happens to know a lot more about interest than them. Got it. Kurt. Yes. I'm a new agent. I want to learn how to become successful at telesales. What's the best tip you'd give me? Take your emotions out of the rejection. Take your emotions out of your own mess-ups. Um, invest in things that make your job easier so that way you can put your efforts uh not make not make it easier for you but you can take the efforts that you're putting into the job and apply them more things like uh auto dialers uh things like fx toolkit things that are going to make it easier for you to get that information over to a person quick fast and in a hurry because obviously when you're doing telesales people's attention spans are far less when it, as opposed to when you're engaging with somebody face to face so you got to do things that are going to make your ability to get that information over to them quick, fast, and in a hurry, and that way you still also sound knowledgeable and you're not fumbling around. So that's what I would recommend. Dude, was your best week when you helped over 10 families? Is that your best week at FFL? That's my best Last week so week? far. Yes, that's, that's my best week so far. So coming off your best week, helping over 10 families, I mean, it's got to feel amazing. you got to feel like... The future is extremely bright and like you cracked some sort of code that's really going to start benefiting you and your family here. Is that, would that sound about right? Oh, dead on. <laughs> dead on. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, uh, I have that, uh, you, you know, that, that feeling where, where you go buy a, a lottery ticket and you always start playing the what if game. Like, oh man, once I hit this, I'm going to buy this. I have that feeling where I'm like, it's capable. I've hit the lotto, but I've hit it in a way where it's like, all I got to do is put in the work. Um, I told Dana, one of the things that I took away from conference is clarity. And what I mean by that is I think we all have the dream of wanting to be successful and wanting to do 
whatever it is to, to be able to get these things. But a lot of times, even if you believe in yourself and even if you think you have the ability, the vision is foggy. You can see yourself there, but you're like, how do I get there? And when I went to conference, it was just like the windshield wipers came on, fog lights came on, and I could just see through the clouds. Mm. And I was like, I know what I need to do. I know how I need to get there. I know how I'm going to get there. So the clarity and the knowing is now all intact, if that makes sense. It does, man, and, and I'm happy for you. I, I can, I've been doing this long enough to know when it's, when it's just the beginning of something explosive, and that's what I see for you, my man. I'm excited for what's to come, and uh, your focus and your skill is shining through on this podcast, so I only see that growing, <laughs> and I only see agents benefiting from your training. I, I really do see that. I appreciate that. Absolutely, man. Well, thank you for jumping on with us on our Jumpstart podcast. Kurt, keep doing big things, and uh, we will be seeing your name real soon um, in consistent, consistent light. So thank you again, my man. Absolutely. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate you for having me. God bless. Everybody, let's make it a big week. Hammer down. Finish strong. We are breaking records. That means we're serving a lot of families. Don't let up. God bless. Take care. God bless.